Mic check, mic check, mic check, mic check. Howdy, howdy, how you guys doing? Good morning, family. Uh, once again, it's another beautiful day. Friday, TGIF. Well, thank God it's Friday. Thank God it's uh, another day. Every day is wonderful, okay? Just gotta align the, you know, events. How many of you ruminated over yesterday? See, every every day when the day comes to an end, what you should do, what I advise you to do is ruminate over the day, you know. Go over the events that took place throughout the day, you know, from morning, you know. Just think about what are the things that you could have done differently that could have affected how the day went, you know. Uh, first of all, you also, first of all, have to say thank you to God for keeping you for keeping you alive because not everybody planned to exit before the end of the day but many people exit before the end of the day many people were involved in accident that took their lives but you came out of that situation alive okay many people have lost their jobs many people were laid off okay uh you know many people were affected in one way or the other by the situation but the fact that you draw breath, okay, it's enough reason to thank God. Like I always say, only he who is alive can make money. Only he who is alive can work. If you if you're if you're gone, you cannot work. So first thing you have to do is to thank God for life, okay? And then no matter what condition you're in, it could be worse. Okay, it could be worse. So just thank God. Thank God. And then you see what happens. He brings you out of that dark spot it takes you to the light do this do this every day ruminate over the day you know think about the things you did wrongly and the things you did rightly and the things you could have done better and think about how you can improve on yourself and on your relationship with others as well don't forget to do this folks it's very important um once again uh thank you all for listening to this podcast the word podcast there's a number of the word podcasts okay but this one is different <laughs> this one is different okay so yeah thank you guys for listening um as you're busy working you know as you're busy making your money as you're busy praising god as you're busy going to school as you're busy whatever you're doing and you turn on this podcast just to hear my raspy voice <laughs> my my rough voice well i pray that you be successful in what you're doing as you hear this wonderful voice okay that you be successful in whatever you're doing i pray for speed and accuracy i pray also for grace you know so that way you can accomplish much in little time um folks there's one thing i want to share with you guys today uh, it was a thought that uh that god dropped in my spirit and uh, I'll share it with you guys before I go into today's reading. It's, 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 it's just something to ruminate over. And it's the fact that everybody has the same amount of time. Every person has the same amount of time. Okay? Now, I know a lot of people are born in a lot of circumstances, family, situation, instances. But at the end of the day, think about it, folks. We all have... 24 hours each nobody has more time why am i saying this 
uh, what makes a better manager or leader is being able to effectively use your time. Now, I'm not saying I'm perfect at this, okay? So when I speak, people always probably listen to me and be like, yeah, this guy thinks he's just so good at everything. But that's not what I am saying. I give you tips that I'll uh, that helped me overcome certain issues. I give you tips that bless my life, that I learned from, that improved my life. And that is one of the purpose of this podcast, okay? I want your lives to be improved. I want your lives to be transformed. So I give you tips that I learned from the word of God, from the scripture, from the Holy Spirit. So I give you guys these tips so that way you guys can apply them to your lives. And as you do, you see the results. Many people see the results. And that is why people are blessed by this podcast. So thank you once again for listening. And like I said, everybody has the same 24 hours, folks. Everybody has 24 hours. I don't care how rich or powerful or influential you are i don't care you know whoever you are you are both you are every one of you have the same number of hours a day so now it boils down to being able to effectively use 24 hours efficiently that is what it boils down to so the what will make or break a person in life in terms of success is who is able to effectively manage the time the wise man said there's a time for every purpose under heaven there's a time to be born there's a time to die there's a time to laugh and there's a time to cry there's a time to gather stones there's a time to scatter it's time to pluck what was planted a time to plant and a time to pluck matter of fact god said he said as the earth remains seed time and harvest time shall not cease so there's time for everything it is god that made the heaven and the earth and made the sun the moon the stars and he created light and he said you greater light rule over the day you lesser light rule over the night he separated them he separated the land from the waters he separated the night from the day and gave them time say this shall be your time that shall be your season there shall be and the bible says he made the the sun the moon and the stars he says so that it shall be for times and seasons so why am i saying this everybody has the same amount of time it boils down to how you're able to manage it how are you able to manage it some people are so detailed and micro in their management that they split every single hours down to the minute and the second and that's how it should be that's how it should be because god also works with time the Bible says many times they, t- they tried to seize Jesus from the temple to destroy him, right? But they could not. Why? Because his time was not yet. <laughs> Matter of fact, uh, the prophet Elijah told the woman, he said, at the time of life, you will have your child. When a woman is pregnant, if her time is not yet, she cannot have the baby. The pressure might be there, you know what I'm saying? The, the pain might be there, but the, Jesus, the word of God tells us, a woman in labor the, the pain increases when she's getting towards that time but until the time is uh, 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 there's time for everything so before i digress again what i'm saying is it's how you manage your time okay time they say is money i agree time translate to money not just money time tra- translate to uh progress time matter of fact god placed us in time so that way he can manage us 
<laughs> Many of you don't know one of the reasons why God made you and put you on the earth. It's so he can manage you. So he can assess your management. Don't forget the reason why you're on earth. Your purpose is to manage the earth, okay? In your own niche. Your purpose is to manage the earth, to till the ground, right? The Bible says uh, God didn't cause it to rain on the earth yet. Why? Because there was no man to till the ground. There was no man to take care of the ground, to manage the earth. And when he made man, he placed him and told him to work, take care of the earth, till the earth. So every one of you, you're working in your own respective way, tilling the earth, managing the earth. And you have what? Time. God placed time on your head. Bro, there's a time that is ticking on every single person's head, folks. I'm not kidding you. There's a time that is ticking on your head. And when your time is up, your time is up. So what, what are you going to do? You're going to ensure to accomplish your purpose within the time that God has given to you. Otherwise, then you fail. I always tell people, you cannot grade me only god can grade me and that is true nobody else can grade you folks nobody can say oh you're moving too fast or you're moving too slow oh you have achieved so much in this nah nobody can grade because it's god who created you that can grade you remember the, uh, that's why that's why that lyrics go uh, i went to school but nobody can grade me pass me the course while i pass you the music <laughs> i went to school but nobody can grade me your teachers cannot grade you folks your biology teacher cannot grade you. Your chemistry teacher, he don't know what you're going through. He's going to give you C or give you a D. That doesn't mean you're worth a D. You, many of you know how brilliant, many of you know you're, you're excellent in knowledge. You're brilliant. Many of you know what you're capable of. But then your teacher comes and he gives you a grade of C or a D. And some of you go home and you're feeling bad and you're sad. Oh, I failed this. You didn't fail. The teacher is not in the best position to grade you. He's doing what he was asked to do because the curriculum demands that he tests every child at a certain time. Okay? But he is working blindly. He doesn't see what you're going through. Maybe you had so many things that you had to do. Maybe you were, you were blasted with all kinds of challenges. You know what I'm saying? And because you didn't meet up at that time doesn't mean you failed. It's just that you were unable to manage your time. And... I'm not saying it's your fault because sometimes a lot of things happen in life. I'll give you an example. Take, for example, a young child who's going to school or, uh, uh, you know, and then has an unfortunate event happen to him or her or the family. You see, that child might not be in the right emotional state of mind to handle the so-called classes and tests and exams. And it appears as if the child fails the test, but did he really fail? That is why I say only God can grade you. Only God can look in your heart and say, I know it's because you were going through this challenge. Otherwise, you would have come out great. And that is the truth. So don't feel bad when people try to make you feel like, oh, you're not worth this, you're not worth that. that they don't have the right. <laughs> they ain't got the right. They didn't, they didn't make you. <laughs> They're not the one who set your time on your head. Mm, the scripture says, many last shall be first. And many first shall be last. <laughs> can I speak? Many. You look at somebody and say, oh, this guy, yeah, come up, yeah, I go, I don't pass you, I don't pass you, I'm better than you, uh, you're not you, you're still here. <laughs> Any person that says that to you, laugh at the person, folks. Laugh at the person, you know why? Because he cannot grade you. <laughs> Only God can grade you, folks. So there's time for everything. There's time for everything. 
Like I said, some people are born with silver spoon all the way in their mouth, down their throat. Some people, their silver spoon is so deep down their mouth, it's all the way in their guts. It's clogging their mouth, they can't even speak properly anymore. Yes, silver spoon has turned some people to idiotic components. I'm sorry to say that. But why why am I saying this? Because they feel like because they have a silver spoon in their mouth, they can judge other people the same. Shame on you, man. That's what the scriptures say. Shame on you who trust in your riches. So. You cannot judge other people by, you know what I'm saying? It's only God that can judge them. However, God gave everybody time. And God said, well, you have till this time to change your heart. You have till this time to do this task. You have till this time to do this. If you don't do it at that time, then God says you fail. That is why the Bible says it is appointed for man to die what once after which is what the judgment the book of hebrews it is appointed for the man to die what once after which is judgment god set that time but the man said when this time is up it's up why do what do we do folks we have to learn we have to learn from situations around us folks let us not let things happen to us unawares the scripture says do not be unawares of the devices of the enemy there's time for everything, folks. There's time for everything. When your time is up, it is up. So, let's think about this. Many people thought they had a lot of time, but they don't. They don't. They don't. Scripture says, many first shall be last. It's not the... It's not the... the, the what they call him, the athlete that took off first. It's not the guy that wins the race, folks. It's the guy that gets to the finish line. And it's the one that gets there first, that gets the award. Yeshua, the scripture says, so therefore run that you may also receive an award. Run, because it's not everybody who started the race that ended the race. Every race starts from the block, though. But it's only the one that gets to the end of the finish line. Yeshua says, Whosoever therefore shall endure to the end, the same will be saved. You got to endure. You got to keep the faith. You got to hold on to your salvation. You cannot let the situation take it away from you. Hmm. Yeshua says, Keep this crown. Don't let anybody take your crown from you. Don't let anybody try to take your crown. You know what I'm saying? Keep the faith. It's going to be a lot of challenges coming, folks. I, I, if you listen to my uh, post on Facebook, on the Nosa Studios Facebook, yesterday, was yesterday, yeah, I said the test is coming. There is a test that's coming, folks. Many people are failing the test already. There's a test coming. There are many things that are going to come and try to test you, to challenge you, to see if you can keep the faith, to see if you can, if you can stand. If you and not paying attention if you are not watching like Yeshua says to watch and pray lest you fall into temptation you see what I'm saying the temptation is allowed as a test I told you guys yesterday I could Yeshua was put to the test even God in the flesh was tested he was tempted by the devil Yeshua says if they did the same thing to the prophet what do you think they're gonna do to you 
You think they're gonna just love you? And they're not gonna love you, no. They're gonna fight you. Many will come like sheep, but they are what? Wolves. Hmm. Man, I see them. I see them, folks. I see them. I'm not oblivious to these folks. I'm not blind to these folks. The calmness of a viper should not be mistaken for stupidity. <laughs> Yeshua says, Be what? Gentle as doves, wise as serpents. Huh. The serpent, the serpent is a very wise animal, folks. I study biology as my bachelor in my bachelor's. How do you speak the English? I study biology as my first degree, rather. I studied about animals. I actually have a degree in zoology, animal and environmental biology. I studied the animals, folks. The scripture says in the book of Genesis, it says, Now the serpent was the most wise, the subtle, subtle animal that God created, the wisest, one of the, the wisest, the most. Folks, the scripture says the serpent was the most subtle. What does that mean? Jesus says, Be wise as a serpent and gentle as dove. Okay? Well, the serpent is termed to be wise. Do you know why? Because it's very slickerish and deceptive and and um cunning. Folks, give me one second. Let me quickly. Sorry for the interruption, folks. Um, like I was saying, the serpent is a very wise animal. Why did the scripture call the serpent wise? Mm. And Yeshua told us to be wise like the serpent. Why would Yeshua pick the serpent of all animals? You know, Yeshua is very careful about the words he picks. About the analogy he gives. Yeshua gives a lot of analogy. And that's why I love him so much, right? His analogies are, oof. He drives home the point. It's like hitting the nail on the head. He said, be wise as serpents and gentle as doves. We know the dove is gentle. Very gentle. Doesn't offend anybody. Just eats his snacks you know do what he's supposed to do right but the serpent though look at what the book of genesis says in chapter 3 said now the serpent was more crafty now the uh niv version used the word crafty <laughs> i think king james version said uh subtle he said the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the lord god made so this this animal is very smart okay crafty means able to devise means and ways to overcome challenges and that what crafty means now shall i look up the meaning of crafty folks let, let me look up the meaning of crafty I, I i have an idea what crafty means you know but let me just double check mm-hmm. there's a reason why um, god wants us to go into this this uh discussion Yeshua says we should be wise like serpents. Why? Now look at the meaning of crafty. Clever at achieving one's aims by indirect or deceitful methods. Mm. That is nasty. 
<laughs> according to Igazi Music. And the music is so well put together, it's called Nasty. <laughs> it says, craft means to be clever at achieving one's aims by indirect or deceitful methods. A crafty crook faked an injury to escape from prison. That's the example they gave. So, in other words, it's crafty. The way this definition is being given, it's leaning towards a, a devious way of getting something done. It's not. It's not a very nice way. Of, it's like, look at the look at the similar words. Look at the uh, synonyms of crafty: cunning, guileful, wily, artful, devious, sly, tricky. This word wily reminds me of this cartoon, Wily Coyote. <laughs> wily Coyote. How many of you seen this cartoon? Man? Oh dear. And Bunny, Bunny the Rabbit, who's actually wiser. Okay. Wiley character just thinks he's a genius, but it's not really a genius. That is so interesting that that comes up now. But anyways, so the the, the serpent is crafty, right? It, it involving it involves making objects. Wait, wait, this is the second definition. All right, never mind. That definition doesn't make sense. All right. So, but we got the meaning that we're looking for. It's a clever way of doing things. Now, the scripture says the serpent was very crafty than any other animal, and he came to deceive the woman. He said. Did God say you shouldn't eat of this fruit? No, God didn't really say that. God's just trying to hide you something. And he deceived them. So, but Yeshua says to be so wise as serpents. He didn't say to be serpents. He said to be wise as. And that's what they call simile. Isn't that what they call simile in English language? When you compare something with the ass, right? Am I off? But anyways. Yeshua says to be wise as serpents. Yeah, you know that was... To be very smart when we deal with people because remember he also said that many wolves shall come in sheep clothing now folks apply this to your everyday lives folks apply this to your everyday lives do not think that every person that comes to you is a sheep some of the wolves are among your family members can i speak just because they bear the title of brother, sister, mother, father, auntie, uncle, half-brother, half-sister, friend, it doesn't mean that it's who they are. You have to identify who the real ones are. <sighs> Folks, I'm telling you the truth because why would I be lying to you now? <laughs> Yeshua says be wise like serpents. Why should you be wise like serpents? Because you know why? Because... Scripture says, do not be unawares of the devices of the word devil. Ah, the devil. Jesus referred to the devil as that serpent. That old serpent from the beginning. From the from the garden. You see? So the serpent is symbolizes something related to the devil. Just because the devil used the serpent to tempt Eve and Adam for and disobey God okay so Yeshua says to be wise like that same serpent which means be wise like the devil not like ask the devil ask be wise like it means understand his schemes he's not saying to you he's not saying you should be you be like the devil heck no God forbid according to Apostle Paul far be it from me far be it from God 
God is saying to be smart as the enemy. Understand your enemy. There's a book titled Know Your Enemy. Keep your friends close, but keep your enemies closer. Why? Why should you keep your enemies closer, folks? <laughs> Ooh. Let me tell you why you should keep your enemies closer. Because a friend knows your secret and only him can reveal it. And who is a true friend? If you don't know who the true friend is, then why are you keeping closer then? Why are you keeping closer then? So now, who's your enemy? Your enemy is the one that you know is your enemy. Keep him close, folks. So that way you can understand what he's doing. <laughs> it's the ultimate chess game. I told you guys before, Yeshua is the master chess player. He created the board that you're playing on. You don't think he doesn't know your moves? He already knew your 10 moves before you made it. Before you even thought about the move, he already knew it. He wrote the ending from the beginning. He wrote the ending already. When the devil comes to remind you of your past, tell him about his future. Hey, you know where you're headed, right? Okay then, let me go in peace. The scripture says resist the devil. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Yeshua spoke against the enemy. You don't entertain the enemy, folks. You don't entertain them. What I mean by entertain is you don't allow them to dwell. <clears throat> you don't allow their thoughts and ideas to dwell inside of you. No. The devil spoke to Yeshua. He said, if you are the son of God, command these stones to become bread. That was an idea. That was a suggestion he gave to the son of man, the son of God. He said, hey, how about you show me a miracle? You know, you are the son of God. You got the power. You should just, you can just snap your fingers and these stones will become bread. You got the power. How about you show me a miracle? But what did Yeshua say? Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. <laughs> I love me that, man. I read that over and over again. I, know, I never get tired of reading those statements. Yeshua showed him who the boss was. He says, hey boy, you don't tell me what to do. The word of God, it tells me what to do. And you know what's interesting? The word of God is God. <laughs> Scripture says in the book of John chapter 1 from verse 1, it says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. Without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the light was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot comprehend it. The word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Man, mm. He said, as many as received him then, though, eh, to them he gave the power to become the sons of God. So you don't tell me if I'm the son of God, command the sons to become bread. I don't have to prove to you anything. I don't have to prove to you that I am a son of God. The fruits testify. Yeshua says the works testify of me. Don't tempt me. You shall not tempt the Lord your God. That's what it, Jesus said to the devil. You shall not tempt the Lord your God. You, you, it's not your position. Move out. No man can tempt God, not even the devil. He says, you're disobeying the word of God. Get out of here. Get thee behind me, Satan. You know what he said? Be gone. Enough. Oh yeah, only say, Bawari. Ladian. Salo. Let me speak in tongues for you guys now. Salo, he said. Bawari. Get out of here. Come on for here. Away with you. 
resist the devil and he will flee. Folks, there's time for everything. The time for the test will come. You have to be ready, folks. Job was tested. Oh, Job was tested. And who's the one who, who does the temptation? It's the devil who's the temptation. God is the one that allowed the temptation. So when God allowed the temptation, it become a test <laughs> to the children of God. God doesn't tempt. The Bible says God does not tempt any man with evil. Neither can he be tempted with evil. But he tries the heart of man. You want to see who do you really trust in? Who do you really stand with? When that problem comes and stands in front of you and is looking at you in the face, who do you trust? Are you coward in fear? Or do you call upon your master, your savior, Yeshua, who can deliver you? He says, as many that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You devave the God of Israel. <laughs> yeah, I like to call that name of folks because I know I cannot save myself. And you got to call the name as well. He says, when you pass through the fire, I will be with you. When you pass through the water, I will be with you. When you pass through this hotness of flame, this situation, I will be with you. It will not kindle upon thee. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. You know what the snare is? The snare is a trap. Hey, the snare, folks, let me speak in music terms. The snare is a trap. We are the musician in the house now. We are the music producers in the house now. Come on. The snare is a trap. That's why your trap music has a lot of snare in it. Can I speak? <laughs> I'm just going off, but you know what I mean. If you produce music, you know what I mean. The snare is very important in trap music because the snare is a trap. <laughs> But the Yeshua says, surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler, from the snare and the trap of the fowler, and from the noisome pestilence. Bro, I'm trapped in grace, folks. I am. I'm trapped in grace. I'm not trapped in the snare of the enemy. No, 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 I'm trapped in grace. That's why he delivers me from the snare of the fowler and from the, <laughs> the noisome pestilence, the pestilence that make a lot of noise. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, scripture says, but he delivers him from them all. We all go through afflictions. We go through the test all the time, folks. But you know the reason why God lets you go through the test? He's trying to, he's making you become stronger and better and glorious. Patience. He's working the patience in your heart. He's working the, 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 the uh, fire in your soul. He's purifying you to become gold. If you're, not, if you're not ready to, if you didn't go through that challenge, how do you think you're going to go through the next challenge? Every life is full of challenges, folks. What do you think this is? This, you think this is a ball in the park? Just a play? That's not what, life is not a ball in the park. Life is a series of challenges that determines if you're ready for the next challenge. <laughs> I'm telling you. So just get ready. Know the challenge that's going to come. You better get ready. That's why a soldier always have to be ready. A soldier knows there's no holiday. The holiday could be it's temporary. Before you know the sound the alarm, grab your guns and let's go to war. Yeshua says, put on the whole armor of God. When I say Yeshua, the word of God spoke it. Put on the whole armor of God. He spoke through, through Apostle Paul. Put on the whole armor of God. Helmet of salvation. Breastplate of righteousness. Guard about your loins with truth. Okay? Sword of the Spirit. Shield of faith. Gospel, sandas. Put on the gospel, uh, sandals of preaching the gospel, the word of God said. Folks, let me re recapitulate and then summarize what I have laid down. Is that if you don't take anything away from today's podcast session, 
what you should take away is that there is time for everything the test there's a time for the test and the test is also timed the test is also timed and after the test there's a time of glory also coming just be ready i want to sit with yeshua in heaven i want a hundred i don't want eleven i want yeshua i don't want the devil <laughs> come on give me the pen and the paper and microphone let me write god praise man he's the maker of the heaven and the earth living in the earth's face if it were not for his grace many of us would have been dead on the face lost out of the face of the earth but with the grace of god we can face the challenges that we face life is in phase the time comes when you have to face the phase <laughs> and by his grace you overcome the phase god bless you folks God bless you.